No, not really. You are a fat piece of shit. You're listening to Epic Cheat Day with your host, Derek Strong. What I'd like to have right now is for all you fat, ugly... Guys, welcome to another edition of Epic Cheat Day. I am your host, Derek Strong. And what are we going to discuss today? We're going to discuss conspiracies. Okay? And uh, I think I'm going to title this episode, Conspiracy Much? Um, I want to discuss food conspiracies, conspiracies that I believe that the food industry perpetuates in order for to, you know, guide consumers into making certain purchases, um, as well as some of my favorite conspiracies, you know, whether or not I actually believe them. Do you believe in conspiracies? If you do, by all means, drop me a line, epicscheatdaypodcast at gmail, at YouTube, uh, at Instagram, and of course at Facebook, hit me up at any one of those places. I'll happily respond. Um, yeah, uh, we are of course gonna have another edition of Derek Strong Watches Chick Flicks where I will be reviewing Dear John. Um, it's an adaptation of a Nicholas Sparks book and I'll tell you about whether or not I like that. But before we even get into that, what I am gonna be talking about is of course I'm gonna give a shout out to my unofficial sponsors. Those, of course, being White Castle, White Castle Restaurants. I'm going to call it a restaurant. Can you even call White Castle a fucking restaurant? I mean, it's a fast food establishment. I don't know if you want to go so far as to call it a restaurant. When I think restaurant, I think candles. Now, when it comes to White Castle, they do have one special day a year. That is Valentine's Day. Book in advance because they get packed on Valentine's Day. And what they do for Valentine's Day is they actually have candles and they do actually have wait staff that will bring well not wait staff they the people from behind the counter actually bring your food to you uh they give you a menu it's fantastic uh white castle it's what you crave it's what i crave i crave white castle all the goddamn time uh so white castle uh hit me up make me one of your spokespeople white castle i love your product i will make everybody love your goddamn product even if i switch to veganism i'm gonna eat them impossible sliders Absolutely. Thank you for having those on the menu. You know, thank you, White Castle. Aside from White Castle, I also like to give a shout out to Planet Fitness. Planet Fitness, I cannot wait for you to open up again. Please, God, open up soon. I just I can't wait. I, I need to go to Planet Fitness. I I go for long walks wearing a face mask now, which is great, but it's not the same as being able to hit an elliptical or to you know work out on my lats. I think I know what a lat is, but I think if I go to Planet Fitness, when the world opens up again, I'll be able to work on whatever the fuck a lat is. Guys, hit up Planet Fitness. Planet Fitness, hit me up. Epic Cheat Day Podcast at Gmail. If you want to email me directly, Epic Cheat Day Podcast at YouTube. I actually have some just, just for YouTube and Instagram content you guys want to check out. They're quick one-minute rants. Uh, it's a new feature. Hit me up if you want me to add the rants as audio files to the actual podcast. I will do that. People seem to really like those. I've gotten great feedback from them. Epic Cheat Day Podcast, as I mentioned, on Instagram. And, of course, Epic Cheat Day Podcast at Facebook. Uh, so conspiracies. What are some of your guys' favorite conspiracy? Of course, 9-11. 9-11 is one of everybody's. I think it's everybody has it on the list of top 10 favorite conspiracies. 
Uh, I personally like it. One of the main reasons why I like the 9-11 conspiracy is the fact that a lot of people who don't believe in other conspiracies believe in that one. Um, and I think it's because it came out, it happened at a time where there was just so much information being thrown around because that was like the advent of high, not just the internet, but that was like when high speed internet really took off. So you just had like a glut of information and people giving firsthand testimony. I was in New York when 9-11 happened and I can tell you this, the amount of uh, the people that I know uh, were friends of mine in New York, their reaction to it versus the way the uh, people outside of New York were reacting to it was just like the difference was uh, it was it was just drastic. It was drastic. So um, that's why I have a tendency to lean towards, hey, maybe the U.S. didn't plan it, but there was there's some kind of fuckery happening there. Um, I will say this as I'm getting older. Uh, it's not that I don't necessarily believe in conspiracies the way that I used to. However, I will say that I care less about them just because it's like. And this is my argument for anybody who believes in conspiracies and wants to deep dive. By the way, shout out to Dean Maldonado. Listen to his podcast on the Uniquely Identical Network called Wild Wasteland. He and Mike Johnson, uh, they discuss conspiracies on there. Um, I can't wait to do an episode of that podcast. Anyway, check that one out. Um, that being said, I think with when it comes to people who believe in conspiracies, the one thing I have to say is let's just say that there is a grand government plot and, you know, let's just say that there's just something just like, just like a big, like one world order or new world order that's controlling everything and secret societies. We as individuals have zero power over that. Okay. There's nothing you could do to affect or change it. So why even concern yourself with it? You know, that's just me. Um, you know, and then, uh, so, I mean, if it's something that you want to, like, for me, I like reading about conspiracies because I find it entertaining. It's like any form of entertainment, you know? It's like, wow, what if that were the real thing going on? And I think that's what captivates most people. Again, having the mental health issues that I have had in my life, especially those regarding psychosis, um, regarding psychosis, especially having had, uh, you know, levels of psychosis and psychotic symptoms, uh, you know, delusional thinking, you know, you tend to have a more of a belief structure in things that are, you know, are just simply not real. I mean, again, but that's a different type of thing entirely, which, of course, is why when people hear you talk about conspiracies or your belief in certain conspiracies, they'll have a tendency to say that, oh, well, this motherfucker's crazy because, yeah, you're saying something that isn't true by what we're by what society deems to be quote-unquote true statements same thing with psychosis and that it's or, or psychotic thinking is that you're saying something that isn't inherently true but it's based off of some belief that you have that it goes against whatever the actual uh factual information is right um so yeah it's uh i mean there are plenty of times especially during my own deluded thoughts where you know i've thought that a conspiracy was happening but during those times too there's something that i think everybody has to keep in mind okay and this is the my fit some i forgot who told me this but it was one of the best things i ever heard heard in my life and that is just because you're paranoid doesn't mean you're wrong okay and it happened and i was told that at a time of my life when I was surrounded by people that were absolutely talking about me and were paying attention to everything that I do, you know? So it was, you know, that wasn't something that I was making up in my head. That was a true statement. Now, 
what they were doing with that information. I'm sure that, you know, all whatever theories I had in my head. And by the way, I have to stress theories now for my own sanity. You know, all of that shit is theoretical and all that type of thinking is theoretical. It's all an imaginary fucking land. It's not until you have actual factual information. It's all part of your imagination. OK, yeah, you can make certain guesses that are educated anyway. Back to the original thing that I was stating. Like, yeah, I knew for a fact that people were discussing me at length and they were keeping track of certain things that I was doing, given my circumstance and what the situation I was living in, which I'll talk about at a later date. Absolutely. Um, that being said, of course, my my wheels were spinning when it came to what that information was for. And I know what it was for is, you know, it's a psychosocial system. So naturally it was just meant to like track and monitor my progress through the psychosocial system that I was in. Um, of course, my mind at the time definitely took it other places. I thought you were um, trying to lose weight. <laughs> Lay off me, I'm starving. Guys, welcome to another edition of Derek Strong Watch Shug Flicks. Today, I am going to be reviewing the movie Dear John. It came out in 2010. It was written by Jamie Linden, uh, which was adapted by from a Nikki Sparks novel. Goddamn right, Nicholas Sparks. Um, it was directed by Lassie Halstrom. I'm not too sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but I sounded out phonetically, and that's what I came up with. Stars Channing Tatum. Fuck Channing Tatum and Amanda Seyfried. It has a Rotten Tomato score of 29%, an audience score of 55%, and I think both of them got this wrong. I really enjoyed the hell out of this movie. I did. I mean, given the type of thing that this movie could be, I mean, you know, the fact that it does have, take place at some point during, you know, 9-11, you know, a lot of movies that have used that as a backdrop have been like, you know, uh, I've been completely ridiculous. There's a movie called Remember Me, and I'm going to review that. That movie, oh, talk about it. That movie got completely thrashed for its uses of it. This, it's like a very small part of the movie. It is a part of it, but it's not really a big part. Um, and I respect that. I respect that a lot. I mean, this movie has everything a good chick flick should have. It has multiple love montages. It has rides in the countryside. It has them hanging out on a beach. It has a great money shot of them kissing for the first time in the rain. It has all of that stuff. Uh, and they started off really crazy. Like, right at the beginning, you're like, oh, okay, this is going to end tragically. No, it does end on a happy note. Um, you know, I'm not really spoiling it for you. Uh, but you know, there's, there's a, there's a couple twists in the movie I didn't see coming. It ended in a way that I wasn't expecting it to, and it was a very sweet and endearing movie. It was, I like it. Uh, the reason why I say fuck Chan and Tatum, because, you know, out of any man in the world, he's the only man I could say that I've ever had any jealousy of, okay? Right? He's never had to he's never had to work for sex ever in his life. Before he was an actor, he was a fucking male stripper. Fuck Channing Tatum, okay? Uh also to be fair, I mean, listen, let's be honest, he's not the greatest thespian to ever grace the screen. I mean, I gave him a lot of credit for 21 Jump Street and 22 Jump Street. I thought he was hilarious in those. I have seen him somewhat act sometimes and this movie doesn't do a great job i mean amanda seyfried isn't the best actress who the fuck am i to judge anybody for their acting ability i can't act for shit okay uh that being said i mean they do have charm and charisma there's you know i mean there's there, there's a decent amount of chemistry between them they're both attractive enough people 
So it's there. Richard Jenkins, I found quite endearing as the father character. I like that subplot a whole lot with he and Channing Tatum. But I mean, that's also because Richard Jenkins can, you know, if you, you guys don't know who he is, look him up. Richard Jenkins, you've seen him before. He's a great character actor. I mean, the guy is, I mean, he's he's acting and everything. And he's, you know, he, he's just great. And so I, I found his character to be quite endearing. Henry Thomas is in it, too. Uh, Henry Thomas, we know, is the kid from E.T., and he's done a bunch of work since then. I mean, it was a good movie. It was good. It wasn't like a romance for the ages kind of movie. You know I mean? You know, Notebook being the high watermark for that. It wasn't like that at all, um, which was surprising to me, but it was surprising to me in a good way. This movie's very understated. Uh, and I liked it for that. I liked it for that. Um, you know, they did do some, you know, war stuff. It's a, it is about a soldier. I mean, there, there's some subplots they had in here that went nowhere. Now it's kind of sloppy. Again, the acting wasn't the best. I'd say it's better than some of the other later Nicholas Sparks adaptations that I've seen. I think it's because he wasn't really too involved in the creation of this one. I think somebody just saw the source material and decided to adapt it. And I think, yeah, when it comes to, like, some authors, like, you don't want them to get too busy with, you know, when they start getting over, or when their stuff starts getting optioned for movies. You don't. Um, and we've seen that with Nicholas Sparks movies before. I mean, I know that's diving way too deep in a movie like this. It is fluffy entertainment. That's what it's meant to. It's a, it's a decent, feel-good, romantic movie. And, yeah, I do recommend watching it. You'll like it. You'll like it. You'll like it. It's a fun. It's a fine time at the movies. I found it very engaging. I did like the story. It's simple, you know, nothing over the top about it. I thought it ended very well. Yeah, I recommend it. Watch it. Well, I have just about had enough of you. Well, you wouldn't say that if I came with fries and a medium drink. Um, food conspiracies. Um, you know, and that's and Ken, guys. You know, it's uh. You know, again, like when I think that's when you get to a healthy point with anything that's either conspiracy or psychosis or anything like that is when you realize that it's just like, hey, when you get to the point where you could own the fact that if you don't have any facts to support the information that you have, then it's just merely there's just like it's a flight of fancy, um, you know. Aliens, uh, the science behind aliens. There's so many planets and so many solar systems, and we're the only ones with quote unquote intelligent life. That's more far fetched than, you know, the possibility of aliens. Have they visited Earth? Who knows? Um, I'm of the belief that they have. Um, do they pick up random people in Iowa and start shoving things in their ass? I don't know. I don't think that's a real thing. I think those people dealt with some form of sexual abuse and trauma, and that's their way of their mind's way of reconciling that. Uh, that being said, hey, uh, aliens is one that I have always found fascinating. I mean, what's more fucking terrifying than that? What's more terrifying than aliens, or at least the prospect of that? Uh, you know, part of me, I'll be honest, believes that our whole entire world is just an alien zoo. It's just an alien zoo, and they're just watching us from a far distance, maybe from a, a fold in dimensional space and just paying attention to our development and seeing where the fuck we go. And then they got pretty nervous when we developed atomic technology, atomic weapons and nuclear technology. Like, wait, these fucking things are they're developing in the wrong way. And maybe there's been something. Who knows? Who knows? I think that's always a fun one as aliens. 
the food conspiracies that I see is uh, those are very direct. Um, uh, I'll tell you which one that I, I don't even think is a conspiracy. I just think this is just the nature of people and especially the nature of the food industry itself. But the one that I've seen is that every 10 years or so, there's a new diet demon. Uh, when I was a kid, it was sugar, right? And then it was beef and then it was fat and then it was carbs and then it was trans fats and then it was gluten and just every few years they come up with a new thing to try to scare people into staying away from in order to quote unquote eat healthy um and again i and they keep circling back to old ones and i think this is just a i personally think that that's just designed for us to uh to purchase certain products over other products that's all. That's really what I think it is. Um, yeah, there's some. There's there's definitely science behind things with you know lot with food not laced with GMOs uh, being uh, less harmful for you and and things like that. Yeah, I can I can see the science behind that. But when people talk about a uh, uh, food processed, you know, if it's still the same inherent ingredients and nothing's been changed to the ingredients. And, and no, um, you know, additives have been added to it. It doesn't matter how many mills the fucking thing goes through. Okay, it's still the same fucking food product. That I think is bullshit. Corn syrup. I think corn syrup gets a bad rap. Corn syrup. Your body reacts to corn syrup the way it reacts to sugar in general. There's no fucking difference in it. There's none. Um, gluten free. Unless you have a gluten allergy, it doesn't fucking. It doesn't pertain to you. Okay, I, in my life, I've met three people that have an actual gluten allergy. You know what? They just take the shit that they have and they put it on. Uh, this kid I knew in Philly, he would, instead of getting Philly cheesesteaks on bread, he would get it on french fries. He would get all the Philly cheesesteak uh, stuff, all the innards of a Philly cheesesteak, put it right on fries. And guess what? Dude, Philly cheesesteak fries, fucking awesome. Okay. Um, and there are so many other things like that. There's so much misinformation when it comes to the when it comes to food and the food industry. Vitamins, guys, you realize that vitamins don't have to be regulated, right? That's a that's not even a conspiracy. That's a fact right there. All right, you know they could be selling you sawdust in a capsule and it's fucking fine. They have no like there's there's you uh, you definitely by all means should go to like third party sites to figure out if your vitamins have any efficacy at all okay a lot of those things are just bullshit um you know uh you know factory farming yeah there's proof that that's actually like uh harmful is harmful to the environment as a whole um you know does is that said i mean enjoy yourself a burger uh, you know the 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 beef lobby, the 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 meat industry. Well, not now, not during this the the whole COVID nineteen crisis. I think we're probably going to be fucking steering away from that because, dude, like if you like steaks, get them now. That's my prediction. Now, that's not even a conspiracy of mine. That's my prediction. Steaks are going to skyrocket in price. They're going to be a rare fucking treat indeed. Okay, there's not. You're not going to be just fucking chowing down on steaks all the time. This is not going to happen. I don't know. Conspiracies. Guys, talk to me about it, all right? Hit me up. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. You know, let's discuss your favorite conspiracies. Epic Cheat Day Podcast at gmail.com. Email me directly. Talk to me directly. A lot of you guys actually know me. And by the way, shout out to the listeners that I do have. Um, I do know taking time off from doing the podcast did have an effect, and I see it in the numbers. It did have an effect. 
not as drastic as I would have thought, but you know, I'm gonna win you guys back. I promise to win you guys back. You know, if you like the content, let me know. If you like other things, I mean, for right now, I'm gonna be ditching the segment called uh, Five Star Customer Service just because I, I think I've talked enough about you know working as at a you know as a cashier at a grocery store. Um, you know, there's nothing interesting about it. People come to the grocery store now; they're stressed the fuck out. Uh, we're stressed the fuck out at the grocery store. Uh, it's kind of regular, I guess, at this stage. I don't know. Should they be paying us more? Sure. You know, if we're if you're stuck, if your job has you stuck in the middle of a group of people nowadays, you know, that's a hazardous position. Do I put myself on the same peer of the same as the same peer levels of fucking? As a nurse or a doctor, fuck no. And anybody who works at a grocery store that considers themselves on par with a medical professional, fuck you, dying of fire. Uh, you're not that, no. But I mean, look, I mean, you know, we're definitely, they're definitely along lines of somebody working the CTA, you know what I mean? You know, CTA for non Chicago listeners, Chicago Transit Authority. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're around people for an extended period of time, a multitude of people. Yeah, it's fucking hazardous right now. We should get paid more money. Sorry, the fact that people who get fucking unemployment are getting paid way more than me with my measly fuck. No, fuck you. Pay me more money. I'm glad. Am I grateful I have a job? Yes. Um, COVID-19, is there a conspiracy there? Is there? That would be fucking... Dude, I, again, I, when this shit first happened, like, my mind first got, like, all the conspiracy fucking things triggered, and then, like, I had to turn it off. I had to turn off my brain when it came to trying to connect the dots over what the conspiracy could be. Uh, personally, I think if there is one, it's for, you know, it's the by design, the conspiracy is to, you know, create a one-world government and for, you know, more invasive tracking tech, all right? It's that, you know, it's it's more invasive tracking tech, maybe the chip in the hands, but government's coming together under one economy because this whole thing is affecting the world. That's if there's a conspiracy. And if not, Jesus Christ, this is, dude, you realize, and by the way, this is not even a conspiracy. This is fact, almost fact at this point. This shit is going to last a while. It's going to last a while. And it, it maybe not, it, even once the disease is cured, it's gonna have a lot of blowback from that. I didn't want to go there. You guys don't need to be reminded of this shit. You're trying to listen to podcasts to so stay away from this shit. Anyway, what are some of your favorite conspiracies? That's what I want to know. Hit me up, Epic Cheat Day Podcast, at all the usual places. Um, I keep pushing that because you know what? I want to be more interactive with my audience. My audience. If you guys hear an electric hum in the background, that is the uh refrigerator um uh kicking in um what's that what, what, what's that part of the refrigerator that kicks on after a while the uh oh god anyway uh, i don't know that i don't know enough about electronics. well at least i do i do know enough about electronics to know what the hell that is but i forgot what that that part of the refrigerator is i am recording this at home I'm not going to the um to the uniquely identical studios at least for the time being, but, you know, uh, Mike, my producer, has helped me with my podcast, and I'm able to send him my stuff from home, and he, he cleans it up and makes it sound good for you guys to listen to. I think that's going to do it all for me. I mean, uh, you know, again, guys, just uh, stay safe out there, you know? Stay safe out there.
Mike, we're good.